What do you, what do you mean self-confidence? <laughs> I can totally accept that I look like and I don't give a f No, you don't. I think you have a beautiful long mane of man hair. No. I think you might even I think you might even keep it in a bun. Do you keep your hair in a bun? No, I don't. Oh god. Listen, he he told us he hasn't left his house in like 9 months. That means the dude hasn't getting haircuts. No, I, yeah, I have left my house. I have to left my house. Got a haircut in yeah. And and DJ, I haven't had a haircut in 12 months. And no, it doesn't look good. Okay, well, then it's long, okay? It's a long shaggy shaggy thing. So wait, you, do you like do you condition your hair, like moisturize? Dude! What? Do I look like I care? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I can't see your hair. If I saw your hair, then I would yeah, probably... Yeah, no, I don't. If, if I saw your hair, I would probably come to the conclusion that you don't care. But yeah. I, <laughs> I haven't seen your hair, so it's possible that you're just deceiving us all, and you're actually, you know, have some golden wavy locks, no. like Thor. You have no. Thor hair, don't you? He has Thor hair, everybody. No. I actually, no, I don't, I actually don't look good. What's that guy's name? The guy that plays Thor? Liam know. Hemsworth? I don't know, man. Why Ripper is good? Liam Christian, Hemsworth. No, Christian, uh, Christian Hemsworth, I think. <laughs> yeah, the Hemsworth guy. That's Ripper. Oh, Ripper God. comes in here with a fake German accent, tries to throw us all off. Lee, meanwhile, he's Thor. Like, what real. Fake German accent. No, that's real. <laughs> Not if you're Thor, it ain't. <laughs> this is so stupid. It is. It is. This is what I needed this morning. I'm so glad that I could count on you, Rip, to get me up and moving. <laughs> so, good morning, everybody. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the, the three minutes of pre-show there. Steven's there. We're leaving that in for shizzle. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs, and welcome to another edition of Talking in Cars with DJs. Welcome to Arc Fall. August, what is today? I don't even know. The 3rd. August the 3rd, 2021, TNG Arc 4. And uh, Ripper, it does indeed start with the letter E, doesn't it? Uh, it does. Ex Exocomps, everybody. Exocomps is what uh, some of the content creators have been hinting at over the last uh, few days, couple of weeks, whatnot. Uh, here they are. And it is a simple yet new... And completely foreign, and probably, ultimately, slightly complicated mechanic. I actually like this look. I told you guys many moons ago that I was extremely concerned about consumable buffs. I was very worried uh, about <clears throat> how they could deploy, because all I saw at that time was a way for players to acquire unlimited power through consumable buffs. However, this design actually looks as though a little bit of care and a little bit of detail has gone into it, Ripper. You've seen the same stuff that I've seen. Your earliest reaction to the Exocomps and their consumable buffs hmm. is Ripper trying to decide between a meh and an, and an eh I or, a, or a why or perhaps. Uh, yeah, this looks okay. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll let Ripper decide a little bit later. Guys, uh, it does indeed start with the letter E. It does indeed stem from a 1992 episode called Quality of Life, in which Data and Picard um, had a conversation at the end of the episode. And Data demonstrated 
his true ability as a sentient being, once proven in a court of Federation law, that he was approaching his humanity, or at least took another step in his humanity as he defended the newly sentient and newly self-aware beings called the Exocomps. The Exocomps were a utility tool. They were actually kind of like a Swiss army knife. They did a lot of things. They could repair things. They could uh, make things more efficient. They could uh, do things that were too dangerous for, for people. Uh, the Exocomps were, uh, for lack of a better term, a, a great little uh, mechanical tool that just made everything around it better. Uh, I do actually really like the fact that the exocomps are, are factored in here. I know it's very early on the West Coast. Bubba is probably not with us. Um, I'm not looking at my phone. So if Bubba's here, then, then have him speak up. But Bubba told us during the last arc, one of his biggest disconnects, one of his biggest problems with the Meridian is that in no way, shape, or form did it fit the narrative of TNG. And here you have a feature that literally like doesn't really have anything to do with TNG at its core, but they put a skin on it. They put a skin of the exocomps, which appeared in only one episode, one episode out of seven seasons. And the exocomps are here. And actually it's a very good mesh ripper narratively and story-wise. It's very good, very good. Consumable buffs, temporary lifts in your abilities. And they are provided by the Exocomp. So we will get into the mechanics here in, uh, in just a second. First thing that I want to address is a couple of things from the patch notes uh, that I'm really pleased to see. Ripper, I was pleased with these patch notes today. Obviously, I could always do with more bug fixes. But the ones that I read about, I'm cool with. What was your favorite item out of the patch notes, Ripper? Favorite one. I know My mine. Favorite one. Hold on. Give me one second. I have to, I have to read again. Borg water increase. <laughs> okay, that's not my favorite one. Uh, I, it would did, say, I would say the one where you can scan your own. Scan uh, your alliance members. Scanning yes. your alliance Definitely. members. How about this? Now, you know what? We should have taken it one step further, Scopely. <clears throat> I also need not only a star in my Armada list, but now I need a red X in my Armada listing. All right, because <laughs> now I'm going to be able to check somebody's crew and I'm going to be like, ah, nope, sorry. Sorry, Pike Moreau Chen, you don't get to do this Deep Space Armada, all right? Because, let's face it, that happens, okay? So, yeah, give me a red X, all right? Uh, a red, well, and, you know, listen, if you got enough players show up, you don't need the Xs because you can start who you want. But let's say, let's say that you're wanting to run a smaller Armada and somebody just shows up, you know? I guess if you had enough people, if, listen, if nobody else was available, Truthfully, I guess you probably take the Pike Barochet, right? <laughs> if nobody else is available, then you go ahead and take it. At least that ship's going to throw a little bit of damage. But nonetheless, being able to see and scan, that's going to be cool. Not only that, but for base rating as well. You'll be able to see what your Alliance member has and whether or not a defense is worth it. This is a huge one. One that, crazy enough, Ripper, didn't we used to actually have in the game? Like, once upon a time? No, we didn't, but then we did, which was supposedly a bug, and then it was fixed, and then we couldn't. So we couldn't, then we could, then we could not again, and now we can again, except this time it's on purpose. 
question. Why in the world have they touched Bog or Maras again? Well, Please tell okay. me they're not coming back I have a, with that. I, listen, I have a theory, okay? I, I have a theory. And let's start. Let me start my theory. Let me start my theory with, um, well, no, I really don't want to do that yet. Let, let's finish the patch notes. All right, because you're, you're, you're causing me to jump ahead. That is something in the patch notes. It is something we'll talk about, okay? Uh, I, do, I do like it. I cannot um, speak to that particular topic. I am sorry. <laughs> I, I will attempt to speak to that, okay? Um, now, Captain Planet is talking about how people are making fun of the exocomps. All right, go ahead. Let them. Peanut Hamper is my hero, okay? Just saying. A fully sentient... Exocomp, who made his appearance in Lower Decks this past year, and and it was awesome. Okay, so super super duper pumped uh, about having the Exocomps. I am. All right, finishing up on the uh, on the patch notes. I also really liked um, the Armada announcement. Okay, I do very much like that. I think you know I had a lot of players saying that that was going to cause chaos. I don't think it's going to cause chaos any more than it already does. You call an armada, people call in, they show up, they're either named in the team or they're not named in the team, you know, is what it is. Um, Ripper, this is a technical question, one that I was unable to get from Scopely this morning. Right now, if somebody starts a deep space armada, because Fog of War is in place, you cannot see the level, the rarity, anything like that in your armada screen. Now, I have to imagine that this particular feature was introduced to help mitigate that single fact. Probably. However, however, players are concerned that because Fog of War, because the Alliance Armada screen doesn't function, that perhaps this feature cannot function. Is that correct, or what would you hazard a guess at? What do you mean? Why couldn't it function? The, the text is sent from the person starting the Armada. If you start the Armada, you obviously can see all the information. Okay. Okay, that, that is, makes that sense. That is a hard-coded text that your client is sending into the chat. Okay, so yeah, it's DJ, not. I, I, put the, I, I put that up on in the chat right now. That's what's coming up if somebody does a model right now. It tells you uncommon or common or whatever, and it tells well, the size of the level as well. Okay. All right. I got it. So that's cool. I like that. That to me is definitely a quality of life improvement because I know in our alliance. We're asking all the time if it's a deep space armada. What is it? What should I bring? You know, what? What? Uh, how big is it? What's the power? So I, uh, I kind of like that. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have in in my notes here? And buddy, I got to tell you, Ripper. I hope my battery lasts. I'm in a loner car. You guys know I got a flat tire the other night. So I'm in a loner car, and I, I forgot my cell phone charger. And since I've been up since one o'clock this morning, my phone's at ten percent. <laughs> So Stevens Aaron, if it just dies, then we'll just let it die. But you had ten percent. That isn't. Mm. It's not very good. Not very good. No. No, it sounds bad. It might last till I get to work. Maybe. We shall see. Unlikely. All right. Uh, let's see. What else? What else did we see in the patch notes? Um, let's see. We saw. We saw. Like Tal. Tal fix. We saw Tal. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ripper, uh, obviously, we haven't been back into the game. Uh, well, we have been back into the game very little. Has anybody looked at Tal? What is Tal doing right now? Is he no longer resurrecting a target? What, what is he actually doing? Um, he's no longer resurrecting a target. That's what somebody said who has Tal. 
Yeah. Someone said that, but um, I haven't. I don't have. I don't have him, so I can't test. Yeah, I don't have him either. So I don't, I don't have him either. So, <laughs> John Luke I mean, says nobody has Tal. Some people do. Yeah, some, people some, do. some do. So, uh, anywho, and I'm I, uh, not happy with that. Well, that was certainly the primary use of Tal, but admittedly, that was always his broken. That was always his brokenness. All right, he. I just worked. All right. How about this one? Says Bubba Joe. He's going back to bed. Bubba Joe says, how about more G4 nodes? Well, we've been talking about that, especially now that Franklin can get players into deep space. Now that the Meridian can get players into deep space. Uh, Loop says, can I explain what he did now? That obviously Scopely knows and has corrected it. Well, Tal resurrected an enemy if you, were, if you caused burning. So let's take, for example, um, an Armada. All right. And let's say somebody ran burning on that armada, then you would kill it. But then it would be resurrected with 5% hull, so you could kill it again. And again. And again. And yes, it would cost directives, but you would sustain no damage. All right? Let's take a look at farming reputation. All right? Kill the same hostile a gazillion times without taking any damage, because it only had 5% hull. All right? So you could farm... You know, tons of reputation off just causing burning uh, to uh, to your opponent, to the uh, to the enemy hostile. You make it burn, and you could just keep hitting it over and over and over again at five percent hull, and you would get the rewards. How about scouts? Okay, scouts just kill the same scout over and over and over again and collect dozens of chests. All right, Tal was a super powered grinding machine. <laughs> he is no more. All right. So, uh, clearly, Scopely has been uh, made aware of that fact and fixed him up. All right. So, uh, that was Tal. Um, now, somebody's talking about Worf. Let's talk about Worf. All right. First of all, I will fully acknowledge that somebody definitely, definitely did not scale his body appropriately. I've seen all the joking. I've seen all the joking about how short Worf is. He's shorter than Keenzer, okay? Keenzer is like a little, a little thing, tiny, short. And Worf in the game is actually shorter than Keenzer. I, I would be very upset about that if that was my art. <laughs> very not happy about that, all right? Yeah, Worf shrunk in the, uh, in the wash. <clears throat> maybe, it, maybe it is Alexander, who knows? Uh, but yeah, he's very small. I'm... I would almost, I got to be honest with you, like, no lie, I know that there's more important things to worry about, but I kind of feel like that needs to be corrected. <laughs> I don't know. Ripper, do you think that they should take time? I mean, artwork is important. You know, I've fussed about artwork, artwork before. They should change it. I think they should. I mean, really, like, they, he, he does not look right. Uh, so artwork, not, not good there. All right. But, but I'm actually... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not, not, not happy with that art. But now let's talk about Worf, okay? Um, let me see. Let me pull up his card, okay? Now, his captain's ability, like I said in the video, by the way, uh, good morning to all. And, and uh, if you have not yet done so, please be sure to head on over to our YouTube channel and watch. Our video was actually shorter this morning, all right? There was, uh, I know a lot of people say that it feels a little light, all right? The feature is very singular. We've got just these two officers and we've got just these exocomps these consumable buffs 
So the video was actually a little bit shorter if you guys want to get in and watch it. But I feel like it was a good one. All right. I feel like it's very laid out. It's very clear. Uh, and it's going to give you a good idea about how the exocomps are going to work. Now, uh, let's talk about Wharf very quickly. Uh, I made a joke in that video that Scopely is reinforcing the fact that Wharf was never meant to captain a starship. All right. I have heard some people talking about this making him better for grinding. I don't follow that logic, all right, because they say, well, you can get back sooner after warping. And, and yes, I, I get that. But most of the time, if you're grinding, you're grinding until you die. Um, <clears throat> and so, and besides, you can't get hit while in warp. So, I mean, while it is going to save you time getting home, it's not like you're at any more or less risk. Even once he pops back into your home system, he's going to impulse at the same speed as he always has. But his captain's maneuver after winning a battle Warp is going to increase the warp speed of the ship by 70%, which is a sizable bonus, I might add. Okay, 70% warp speed is, is helpful. It would be helpful. But the bonus does not stack with you killing more hostiles, and it's removed once you dock back to your station. So it's just a flat 70% increase to warp speed. And, and again, I, I, I find very limited use in this. Even if you were grinding with him, which I can't imagine that you would be, then... You know, so you can get home faster, maybe, unless you suicide and die. I, I think this is, I put it in the video, I think this is not a good ability. I would even deem it terrible. Um, and a throwaway ability and proof positive that Scopely doesn't believe Worf should ever be in the captain's chair. Okay? Um, <clears throat> now, Gator says he's an officer meant for overprotected cargo hunting in territories. It's no coincidence he was released after Meridian. Here's the thing. If you, if you hit somebody, okay, if you hit somebody in territory and then you go into warp, it, it's not like somebody still can't catch up with you when you reenter your home system. You know, you were unhittable when you're in warp before and you're unhittable in warp now. So it just literally takes a little bit less time. I, I, again, I, I fail to see... I fail to see really any logic in that in that uh, captain's maneuver. Um, <clears throat> captain Planet says, "Yeah, he's definitely not meant to be a captain because he can't see over the dash." <laughs> it's actually very funny. Uh, I like it. All right, <clears throat> super funny. Now, where I do see a little bit of use for him, all right, is in his officer ability. Wharf increases all mitigation statistics against non-player targets by 20%. Now, German Gregor Hugo has been in touch with me this morning, and we've been trying to do a little bit of math, and he is dismissing this officer all around as garbage. I, <clears throat> I believe that this officer definitely is not as strong as he could have been, okay? However, a mitigation officer is not always a bad thing. <clears throat> I believe that this officer was probably, probably designed to work with Beverly Crusher. That, that said, you know, we, we talked about this, Ripper. You actually told me it was mathematically impossible, mathematically impossible for Beverly to outdo 5 of 10 with a side of synergy. Except now Beverly gets a little bit closer if you've got her promoted and you got Worf promoted. All right. Um, it's still but they differently, and what Wolf is adding is not much. 
Wharf is not adding much because, again, presumably it is affecting base. It's not, not going to. Not presumably, it is. Well, it is. All right. I say presumably because no one's actually tested it yet, but it's going to but affect base. It's going to affect base, and it's not a great deal. Twenty percent and one hundred percent at max. This officer ability doesn't have a, a great deal of of gusto to it. Do I think that it can be useful? I think that it could be when you have no other options, okay? But um, I, I just don't really feel like this officer was written with the greatest care in the world. Now, Jay Berg says, hey, listen, his captain's maneuver could have some ability for hunting scouts, jumping system to system, and I don't disagree with you there. I suppose it depends on what level scout you're hitting. You know, if you're, if you're hunting the biggest scouts, then you still want, you know, a, a crew that can withstand a little bit. Um, however, and crazy says spending two officer slots on mitigation could be challenging for some players. And I don't disagree. Um, Worf is, is definitely not my favorite of these two officers. Okay. Definitely not. However, let's talk about Troy. Let's talk about Troy. Now I have been met with an extreme amount of backlash this morning about Troy. I think Troy and I think the abilities are phenomenal, okay? I know that somebody's going to say, what are you smoking? But a crit chance reduction of 15% with synergy possibilities of 5% per side for a total possible reduction of 25%. Now, Looter says, look at Deep Space Armadas. Did. Did. And put in the video, by the way. See, I can tell who's watching the video and who's not. It was put into the video because all deep space, uh, deep space armadas have a 10% critical chance. Already checked, verified, 10%, okay, 10%. Now, Troy removes 15%, and she can stack up to 25%. So somebody's going to say, well, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. All right, now, let's talk about what we've got in the game right here today. You've got uh, MUDs. All right, MUDs are 20%. You've got normal faction and neutral armadas, both independent and lower space, plus, uh, uh, plus deep space, all at 10%. And you've got the Borgs, which are, I think, ranging between 20 and 30%. Actually, is it? Yeah. No. I can't remember. I think it is really high. It's like 20, 30%. All right. So... I don't think that Troy is the best place that you're going to go back and do Borg. All right. But I look at these patch notes and then I look at Troy's officer ability or her captain's maneuver rather. And it gets me to thinking. Now, if you remember back when Jordy came out, I made a bold prediction ripper. I said, Jordy is increasing damage against Klingon armadas. Now, I also said at that time that nobody in this game uh, on, on a team that's got none of the higher power players need any help finishing off a Klingon Armada. A 39 Epic is a piece of cake to a lot of players. So I said, I feel like there are more Armadas coming bigger, deeper, badder, darker, deep space Armadas. I made that claim. Now, I didn't expect them to show up the next month. All right. Um, but they did. I am making the claim right here and now that a new Armada target is coming. 
Ripper, and I believe it is going to be vicious. I believe that it is going to pack a serious punch. As a matter of fact, that was my theory when I was taping the video. That was my theory when Scopely shared these abilities with me. And, uh, of course, they didn't say anything about anything, you know, that would be coming in the future. So my theory was a bigger, badder Armada target. And I connected the dots to the Platinum Armada credits that we have in our inventory that nobody has any of. I'm thinking a big new Platinum Armada, something with a 30 to 40% critical chance. That's what I'm thinking, Ripper. Then today, on Patch Notes Day... I see that they're tweaking Borg Armadas. Now, I am not saying one way or another, okay? I'm really not. I'm just guessing at this point, but I kind of feel like there might be a TNG-Borg interaction coming here very soon, all right? Um, Because Troy, even at Captain, with full synergy, still can't quite reduce that on a Borg cube. All right, on the Mega Cube, uh, but she can get rid of a lot of it. All right, she can get rid of a lot of that chance. Um, so I suspect that there could be something like that coming, which also means, Jean Luc, you're absolutely right, which could also mean that there's something on the Horizon Ripper for maybe, potentially, knock on wood, an opportunity at sourcing for the Infinitus skin. Okay, so for example, let's say that a new monthly event comes out like Apex has been. And that's why they decided to spend a little bit of time on Borg to maybe make it a little bit more palatable to people when they bring back a daily. And maybe Troy is an officer that can have something to do with that. But on the other hand, on the other hand, Troy's officer ability is anti-Romulan. All right. Now, some people are saying that the story writers got this way wrong I would probably have preferred to see Worf as the epic, and I would have preferred preferred to see Worf as the anti-Romulan. However, we also saw Riker as the anti-Fed, not because he hates the Federation, but because in the story, he was on the other side of the aisle at one point. Well, guys, so was Troy. Troy was undercover with the Tal Shiar at one point. All right. So that is why I am supposing that Troy was made into the anti-Romulan officer. Okay. Somebody has to be assigned. All right. So they, they looked for a way to draw it in narratively. I personally, if I was looking at the two options, I don't think it's going to be Borg. All right. Not unless it's different than what we've experienced here and now. I think there's going to be another new, bigger, badder Armada target. My gut before this morning was on Cardassians. Uh, that, was, that was my guess. But, you know, who knows? All right, we really don't know. And again, I am, I am 100% uh, shooting from the hip here. Okay, so somebody says, uh, you know, is this pie-in-the-sky chatter, Blokemon? Yes, it is indeed. I don't know. But what I do know is that Troy is an officer you should absolutely 100% take every opportunity to try to get. Think about Troy even now, with the armadas that are in the game right now. One Troy, one Troy eliminates any armada in the known galaxy that you guys are doing with any regularity. 
eliminating critical shots. All right. What does Troy replace? Troy replaces on a normal armada. Troy replaces four galas or two Pike Moreau galas. All right. So you got four officer slots that you can now replace with one or six officer slots with a Pike Moreau gala that you can now replace with one. One officer. If you're running a five-man team, you've got 15 officer slots. And if you wanted to eliminate criticals before, it would cost you at least four and maybe six. And now it's one. All right? That in and of itself is massive. That will let your team punch up because you've got at least three other slots where you can significantly impact and do damage. Not only that, but let's say it's a Romulan target. Well, you're getting her officer ability too. Throw Beverly on the side. All right? Throw Picard on the other side for an increased crit chance of your own. Or 6 of 10, for that matter. Or 5 of 10 if you want the loot. Okay? So, Troy, a lot of people, even right here, Sitting Bull says, that's ah, a garbage officer. I could not disagree more. All right? Worf, yeah, not super pleased with that one. All right, not super pleased with that one. Hey, good news, everybody. Worf is paywalled. <laughs> so if you don't think he's worth it, then you don't have to get him. <laughs> okay, so now JD7 says Troy and Gala don't work the same. Ah, but they do. All right, Gala reduces your crit chance. Uh, sorry, you're right. Gala reduces crit damage. By 20, by 50%. You're correct. You're correct. All right. What you're doing with Gala is removing the critical damage, and therefore, when a critical shot is fired, it's shooting zero. What you're doing with Troy is removing the critical chance altogether, so 100% of shots are normal shots. Okay? Like Borg 9 of 10. Like Borg 9 of 10. Removing the critical chance. All right. So you're right. They do function slightly different, but I'm still here to tell you one Troy as compared to four Galas is still better. All right. Is still better. Even if you're taking 100 percent of shots instead of 80 percent of shots. Listen, we have said Gala doesn't belong in normal faction armadas. Right, Ripper? We've said that in the past. The critical chance, the critical chance of a normal armada is only 10, 10 percent. So mm -hmm. using four slots for Gala doesn't really make sense. It's only 10% of shots that you're eliminating. It's not 20 like it is in exchange. Now, over in exchange, it's a 20% critical shot. Well, guess what? We just released a video on how Riker was doing over there. Maybe, maybe we could find an adaptation and perhaps build Troy into that somewhere. All right. Troy could absolutely become a part of that equation because I'm here to tell you TNG crew over an exchange space isn't bad. All right. So the 20 percent that you're using in exchange space, throw throw uh, Troy on there with Beverly. And now you got 20 percent crit chance reduction. Also potentially good in exchange. Tony Rome says so Gala is still the better officer because of the zero crit damage is a wasted shot by the Armada in exchange. You could argue that. But again, I think one officer slot is better than four. All right. And by the way, in regular, normal faction armadas or neutral armadas, definitely not the case. 
definitely not. As a matter of fact, we've recommended against using Gala on normal armadas because you would give up four officer slots for only 10% of the shots. Okay? 10% of the shots. And, by the way, if you're looking for a use with Troy, I would argue, listen, obviously not everybody has the full complement, but if you did, I'd say Troy, Beverly, Picard. That's how I'd probably run that. All right. But if you don't, then you're going to have to piece something together. How about Troy, Kirk, Spock? That's a classic go-to, Kirk, Spock, right? Troy, Kirk, Spock, and now that ship at least has the survivability. That ship has the survivability, and it's reducing the crit chance for the entire team down to zero, and everybody else can run anything they want without danger of taking crits. Now, Uki says, what about 9 of 10? Blokimon says 9 only works on Borgmatas. That's actually not true. Okay. okay, 9 of 10 will work, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, 9 of 10 will work on other armadas, all right? But she's not really, she's not really that worth it, all right? Because there's other things to do, and she's got to be in the captain's chair. Looter says no. Okay, I stand corrected. I thought she yep. did. My uh, bad. Fighting a bullshit. Fighting a bull. Okay. Have, do we actually know that to be fact, though? I mean, tooltips have been wrong before. For some reason, my gut was telling me she did work. <laughs> Not sure. Ripper, uh, there's a good question in here. Is it confirmed that Troy removes 15% chance from, for example, a 10% chance to make it 0% chance? Mm -hmm. Or is it possible that it's a 15% reduction of the 10% chance, for example, leading to an 8.5% reduction? I don't think so, but I can check. Awesome. <clears throat> it should be just flat removal, though, I think. It is a flat reduction, so it's going to be zero. Perfect. Thing. Thank you. Troy is an officer that I think is going to have real benefits moving forward. Even now in the game with the Dark Space Armadas has a real benefit. But moving forward, the way her captain's ability is written, I just it's impossible for me to feel that she's not going to present uh, in the future in some form or fashion. We said the same thing about data. You know, I, I keep preaching this. We say the same thing about Riker. We said the same thing about six of ten a year and a half ago. Just there are going to be ways that she presents herself in the future. Just the way her captain's ability is written, there's there's no way around it. Uh, the potential crit uh, chance reduction that she has is not matched anywhere in the game here today. Okay? It's just not. So that leads me to believe that there is something that is not in the game today that she is going to be useful for, all right? And again, she's useful even now. That being said, let's take a quick peek at the exocomp and the consumable buffs. Let's take a look at those very quickly before I have to go. Um, we will uh, discuss this procedure. So long story short, some of you who are back in the game have already seen that there is now a daily added. Now, funny enough, I've, I've already seen, I have to give a shout out to Fisticuffs very quickly, um, who said, daggone it, I've already claimed my dailies. Now, you know what? I haven't been right on this very often. I've always said, Stevens Aaron will tell you, I've always said, don't claim your dailies until after event reset. Do them, leave them there, but don't claim them until after event reset. Uh, does it sound like I'm on the toilet? No, I'm in my office. The acoustics are terrible. <laughs> so I'm back in my office. Um, that being said, 
the uh, the dailies. There's been a daily added, and Ripper, we even thought it was only going to be 20, but there's also a chest. In your second chest, you'll notice another 30 of these axionic chips. This is a new currency. The axionic chips will be used in the consumable store to purchase uh, bundles. All right. Oh, no, a... I, I, when I said 20, I meant just the daily itself. Just the daily itself. You'll notice that there is a daily for consuming one exocomp consumable. That's going to give you 20, but then you're also going to get 30 in the actual chest. All right. Now, um, so what players are going to, Tony Rome, you, you missed one. Okay. You still have the daily where you can get the 20, but if you had already claimed the chest at the top, then you missed out on 30 for today. And I haven't been right on this very often. As a matter of fact, it's been over a year since we had our last biomineral event. Uh, but that was why I always said save them, you know, because if you get a biomineral event and you can claim them, you can get a jump start. There's two sections in the daily where you can pick up these axionic chips. One is in the actual daily itself. There's 20 there. And then there's 30 in the chest. Uh, I believe it's the 90-point chest. It's the chest... Uh, at the top, it's the second one, I do believe. The 90-point chest now does give 30 axionic chips, all right? So that means that on a daily, you can get 50 of these, all right? You can get 50 of these. It's only in the second one, Ash. So if you've already claimed the second one, you've missed it for today. But don't worry, it'll be back tomorrow. And the only thing you've actually lost is 30 chips. Um, and so you also get get from the building there's also a daily chest in this yeah there's the yeah absolutely right so if you guys have already done your client update and you click the alliance button and you click on store in the bottom right hand corner scroll all the way to the right in your tabs and you're going to see consumables uh right now it's going to say that there's nothing there until you unlock the building at level you know at op 16. but what will show up there are a couple of bundles now these bundles the, the, the number of bundles you get, I do believe Ripper is going to vary. Uh, I don't think everybody is going to have access to the premium, at least not early on. I think that's going to require just the way Scopely didn't outright say it, but they did kind of hint around that some players are going to see more bundles than others. So there's going to be a free bundle, okay? We don't know what it's going to cost. We do know that it's going to cost the same number of axionic chips um, regardless of level and regardless of ops. So if you're a level 20 and the factory is level one, you're gonna have a bundle that gives you one free consumable, one exocomp, all right? It will present to you RNG style, all right? So it can be any grade, any rarity that you're eligible for. Uh, it will be RNG. That is where you can spend your axionic chips to get a comp or to get an exocomp. All right. Also in that pack is going to be some servos. Those servos are going to be used to help you upgrade the actual building. There is a 22-hour cooldown on it. Zakara said, will it reset when you level up the building? I don't think it will because Scopely has indicated that it's the same price for all ops and all levels of the building. The only reason that you get cooldown refreshes is because there's different bundles. In this case, if the cost is the same, and it doesn't matter the level of the, of the uh, factory or your ops level, then I don't think that it will. On the other hand, Ripper, it could because they do say that the grade and the rarity are able to be upgraded. So if it was going to reset, then I would imagine that it would reset at level I've. <clears throat> 15, 25, 35, and 40. That's where I think... That seems likely, yes. That seems very possible, okay? So there could be a reset 
at levels 5, 15, 25, 35, and 40. Okay. DJ says, how would people do the daily if for them if they don't have the building then? Well, they can't. But you can build the building today because there will be a gift going out with the key, and that key is going to allow you to unlock the building. Uh, there are no servos required to build the building, just to upgrade it. Okay, just to upgrade it. Mm -hmm. uh, inside those bundles are going to be servos and axionic chips and a random uh, a random exocomp, all right? As you level up, as your building levels up, as your ops is higher, uh, then you will get access to higher grades and higher rarities. The chart is in our graphics room. Thank you for the data, Mr. Criminal Ripper. Uh, we put that together in a nice graphical form and in the graphics room. Did I put that in the graphics room? I did yes, this morning. Did. Uh, there is a graphic in there with a list of all currently available Exocomp buffs. You can see what they are. You can see how good they are. You can see um, where they're going to be. If you look over on the right-hand side, level of factory, it'll tell you at what level of the factory those buffs unlock. You'll notice that there are just a couple, uh, two buffs, in fact, that unlock at level one. They are common. They're going to be easy to get. And so I tell you, if you build the factory today and you go in and you redeem those chips, you will get one of those two, warp speed or mining rate. All right. The, the odds are 50-50. You're going to get one of those two. And by consuming that today, you will complete your daily. We don't know what the cost is going to be for that bundle in chips. It is possible. And Ripper, I want to set this expectation. It is possible that the redemption cost may not be possible today for a free to play. You got to think. Even, um, at a, even at a level 35 I'm not factory, sure that is true because you get, uh, I think, 120 for building the building. The, okay, very good. So that may help. We don't know what the cost of that chest is going to be. Be aware that until your factory is higher, and by the way, as you level the factory, that daily claim bundle, that daily chest with the 22-hour cooldown is going to give more chips more chips every single time so as that happens you know what ripper there's one other thought that i have the daily claim that's on a 22 hour cooldown could that change because the number of chips in that bundle is changing every single level of the factory so would that cooldown yes. reset that yes. cooldown will yeah, reset i mean yeah. if it works if, it, if they didn't change how the bundles work then yes it would yeah so that yeah. one could change now, the one, so there's going to be a couple of bundles. One is where you just get your chips, okay? Um, and then there's the bundle with the exocomp in it and the servos. That's where you're spending your chips. So it actually, yeah, you're Ripper, you're right. It's very possible that players are going to be able to bank a pretty good solid number of chips today as they're leveling up the building if they do it quickly. No, but don't, I'm going to guess. Don't blow them I'm going to guess. I think it's going to cost like 100. That seems reasonable. That seems reasonable. Don't blow them all, everybody, because that means you might not have enough to do it tomorrow. However, these chips and servos will be gifted uh, or will be available, will be sourced uh, not only through events and battle pass, but also away teams assignments. Um, I don't know when this is going to happen. My guess is probably at noon if it hasn't already happened. But away teams assignments that were awarding resin have been removed, and now they will start awarding axionic chips and servos okay that slot has been retasked for this arc to award chips and servos so here's the thing um a lot of people are saying that the buffs aren't going to do a whole lot i kind of feel like they're going to do i kind of feel like they're going to be a little bit better than people expect 
you guys know, I like to give hints. I even like to be subtle. It's why we did the show uh, on Sunday about research buffs, all right? Dark Menace says, so an Ops 45 with lots of research, not going to make a huge difference, okay? Um, yeah, the one that says 30%, sure, maybe not. But you look, as you level up this building, there's going to be there's going to be some buffs in there that are pretty good. Take a look at 250% to gas mining or ore mining or crystal mining. That's big. 500% to ship gain ship XP gains. That's pretty significant. Protected cargo at a 100%, okay? That's basically like a prime. Then you take a look at the combat. 200% for ship type damage in PVE and PVP, 300% to Armada damage. All right. There are some significant ones in here. As a matter of fact, a few of the VIPs that I've talked to already this morning are really excited. Ripper, station exocomps, building speeds, repair speeds, and research speeds. These are going to be significant. Now, a couple of things to note. I believe that we're going to have to do a little bit of testing on this, Ripper, but... I have been told this morning by Ares, very, very careful and most important to note here, folks. If you activate a mining buff, all right, then your ship must dock and then go back out in order to get the benefit. Okay, has to dock. If you have a ship out and you activate the buff, the ship will not get the benefit. Okay. That would be like yeah. other research that we often have anyway. You have to redock before the research activates. Yep, territory services and all that stuff. Okay. Now, Here's the one that worries me, Ripper. I have been told, and we have seen in the patch notes, that if you activate a research speed buff, then it's not going to affect researches already in progress. You're going to have to start a new one, right? You're going to have to why start a new one. worried about that? Here's why I'm worried, okay? Because I've been told that the research also has to be completed during that time. If the buff expires and your research has not been completed, I have been told that the timer will reset to its original value. Okay? Now, that does that not mechanically steady. that does not mechanically make sense to me. Okay? It really doesn't. Not you know, I, I have also, by the way, been told I have also been told that if your buff, your mining buff, for example, if you're on a node, now we've seen this work opposite as well. For example, we have seen uh, when you're out on a node and a territory service expires, we have seen the display not update, but we have seen that your mining speed does in fact decrease. That's how you can get to a zero timer and there still be materials on the node. So we know that the server does slow your mining speed down, even if you're out on a node, if that territory service expires. Okay. Ripper, they're telling me the opposite. They're telling me that the buff will not expire for mining if you're out on a node, that the buff will not expire until you redock. Yes. Now, those, well, both of those things feel very opposite to me because if a if a territory service expires then it then it affects you even if you're out all right it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because if you like if you start a research or a building and then you research increased speed your like the research time doesn't change Sorry, come over here. so so why would people? this now yeah. work differently that doesn't make any sense whatsoever yeah, yeah, exactly and it wouldn't be the first time that some someone at scopely is wrong about something 
I, I suspect that as well, and I want to test it, all right? But I'm telling you right now, be aware that this needs to be confirmed before you go and, and spend this today. I'm going to um, We need to test it, okay? So I, I just don't know, okay? I just don't know. I've been told the exact opposite of what I guessed, all right? Um, I was told that the mining buff doesn't expire. And I would have ex I would have expected it to, and I've been told that the building and the research buff will expire, and that's the one I would have expected it not to. So here's the thing: if you don't complete the building, then what did it do? It was actually just like a three-hour speed up, <laughs> really. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if it goes away and then it puts the timer back, then what was it good? So you know what good was it? So we're going to have to find that out. Just be aware of that. That is going to need testing, and we are going to work on figuring that out for you. Um, as we go throughout the day today, okay? We just don't know it yet, but we will find that out for you, okay? Uh, congratulations, Stony Dude, who just picked up a bunch of Merits of Honor. Uh, that is very lucky. I still don't have any. Still don't have any, right? Gator says, that makes the buff completely useless for buildings and research. Really hoping that that was a mistaken, uh, uh, correct, or a mistaken question. I hope so too, Gator, because I agree. If it goes back to the original time, a, mechanically, it doesn't even make sense. You know, if you have to start the research, if they were going to make it so that it expired and the time goes back, then they should have been able to affect current research is already in progress. Again, it just feels opposite to me. It feels opposite. My guess is the mining ones are going to expire and the building ones are going to stay. But that's just my guess. Okay. Um, so, anywho, we'll have to figure that out. That being said, some of these buffs look good. I'm going to wrap up with this, and Stevens Aaron, I'm sorry to cut it short, and if you guys have questions, I will be available today via chat, and uh, and I know that Be Ready, and sorry, Be Ready, I haven't had time to get to the events. As a matter of fact, Stevens Aaron, if you guys want to keep taping and let Be Ready go through the events so we can talk about those, uh, that would be great, but I am going to have to go. It's going to be a busy day for me, so I'll be available in chat. I'll be listening in throughout uh, periods of the day, and I'll be able to answer your questions. Please uh, feel free to visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Visit our YouTube. Watch the video. Much more detailed and much more information than I was able to give you right here. Um, please do watch that video, subscribe, share with your teammates, uh, and uh, really, really enjoy that. We are still pushing for 5K subscribers, so please do that. Thank you, Stony Dude says the video was awesome. I really appreciate that. Shout out Snake Eyes who worked extra, extra long late into the night uh, to get this done for us today because some of this stuff, crazy enough, some of this stuff did not actually become available to us until about 10 p.m. last night. Uh, so it was very, very uh, rushed to try to get all this stuff together. Um, so please uh, feel free to hang out. This is a Discord that literally all day on Arc Day stays very, very busy. I know Captain Bull is going to be here. I know Wham is going to be here. V Ready is going to be here. Uh, Bubba is going to join in here in a little while. Big Country will be here as well. Uh, we might even be able to get Scott to pop in. He usually does on Arc Day. So a very busy day and lots of great content for you guys that will not be published. All right. So just hang out in the Discord. Be here today as today seems to be the day that most players kind of like to come out and have a conversation. And we just could not possibly air all of it. It will be. I guarantee you, Wham will be in here 16 hours from now. So will Bubba, uh, and and maybe even be ready. <laughs> so it'll be all day. Hey, you got to hang out and enjoy. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thanking you for doing, uh, tuning in this morning to the uh, TNG Art Four launch. Uh, here it starts with an E, and it did in fact. Ripper told you the truth. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This has been talking in cars and now talking in the office uh, with DJs, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs. Love you, mean it. See you later. Bye.